a knock startled her. She lifted her gaze away from the port screen, where she'd been staring into the shadowed face of the sun she hadn't spoken more than a dozen sentences to this year. Probably one of the neighbor kids hosting a fundraiser, or someone from town wanting a few eggs from her hens. Setting the port on the table beside her favorite reading chair, she pulled herself to her feet and ducked out of her bedroom, down the narrow stairs that creaked familiarly every time, into the small foyer of the farmhouse. She didn't bother to look, just opened the door on its ancient hinges. Her heart stalled. The entire world seemed to hesitate. Michelle took half a step back, bracing herself on the door. Logan. His name struck her with the full force of an asteroid collision, stealing the air from her lungs. Logan stared back at her. Logan, her Logan. His eyes searched her, every bit as rich and fathomless as she remembered, though they were lined with wrinkles that hadn't been there before, more than 30 years before. Hello, Michelle. His voice was a wearier version of the one she had adored all those years ago, but it still filled her with memories and loneliness and warmth. I'm so sorry to intrude on you like this, he said, but I am in desperate need of your help. She had been both proud and terrified when she'd been invited to attend the Earthen Diplomats on a visit to Luna. The first in generations, she was one of four pilots for the mission, and the youngest by nearly 10 years. It had been an honor, even though most of the people she'd mentioned the mission to prior to departure looked at her like she was crazy for even considering it. Luna, they would ask in disbelief. You're going to Luna, willingly? But they'll murder you, they'll brainwash you and turn you into an earthen slave. You'll never come back. She laughed and ignored their warnings, confident that the horror stories surrounding lunars were based on superstitious nonsense more than solid facts. She believed there would be good lunars and bad lunars, just like there were good and bad earthens. Surely they couldn't all be monsters. Besides, she was only a pilot. She wouldn't be involved in any of the political discussions or important meetings. She didn't even know what the mission was meant to accomplish. She would spend the month-long visit enjoying the famed luxuries of Artemisia, and she would return home with plenty of stories to tell. She wasn't about to let some absurd urban legends keep her from being a part of such a historic event. She was given leave almost as soon as they reached Artemisia, and she soon discovered that the White City was everything she expected it to be, and more. Lush gardens and courtyards filled the spaces between white stone buildings. Trees towered over sprawling mansions, some reaching nearly to the domed enclosure that covered the city. Music poured out of every alleyway, and no glass was left empty of wine, and everyone she met was carefree and full of laughter. Somehow, they all knew she was earthen without her having to say so. And it seemed that every wealthy merchant and aristocrat in the city made it their personal obligation to show her the grandest time she could imagine. It was only the fourth day since her arrival, and she was in the central square of the city, dancing around an enormous sundial with a strikingly handsome man, 
when she stepped too close to the edge and tumbled off. She cried out in pain, knowing instantly that her ankle was sprained. Her dancing partner called for a magnetic levitating contraption, similar to a gurney, and took her to the nearest med clinic. That was where she met Logan. He was a doctor, a few years older than she was, and Michelle had known instantly that he was different from the other lunars she'd met. He was more serious, his eyes more thoughtful. But more than that, he was imperfect. She studied him while he studied her ankle. Average build, light brown, untidy hair. There was a mole on his cheek, and his mouth drooped on one side, even when he smiled. He was still good-looking, at least by earthen standards, but on Luna. Only when it occurred to her that he was not using a glamour.